0: Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Sam and Chance. I am your host, Bobby Sampson. Joined with me is the man with the plan, Mr. Chance Michaels. Chance, how are you today?
1: Pretty good. How about yourself?
0: Can't complain, man. It's gray and rainy, but hey, you know what? It's that time of the year. I'll take this over the snow any day. What about you?
1: Yeah, I me mean, too. It's nice, still a nice temperature outside, 10, 11 degrees.
0: Comfortable. Yeah, it's all right. It's good enough. I mean, nights are a little chilly, I get, but I mean, it is what it yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, but that means we are getting close to Survivor Series this Saturday, my friend. Uh, Go Home Show happened for Rob, uh last night, so I thought maybe we just uh take a quick peek at it and uh, see what went down for the final show there. But before yeah, that, absolutely. everybody, at the bottom of your screen there, you'll see all our links. So if you're watching this, you see our links. Go go to those pages and like and subscribe. If you're listening to this, Sam and Chance. And spelt AND samp and chat at samp and chance. That's our Instagram, and that's our Twitter, and that will be our TikTok accounts. So one title for three samp and chance pod with the letter D. That's our Facebook. And yeah, that's basically everything right there, man. Where you can find us and see what's going on with us and what we're up to and what we're doing and whatnot, man. We are open books. At least I am. What about you?
1: Yeah, we are. We're on all the social media platforms, so come check us
0: out. 100%, 100%. So those who have subscribed and whatnot, thank you. And we will continue producing content for everyone here. And uh, we'll we'll, we'll hopefully get more of you on board with us as we go along. Slowly
1: but surely. It's climbing a little bit, little
0: by little. Yeah, it's growing. It's growing. We've got to keep working hard, man. All right, so Raw results from last night. Tonight's. To, last night was the final Raw before Survivor Series this Saturday on the Pe- Peacock Network if you're in the States and on the WWE Network if you're anywhere else in the world. show starts off with Kevin Owens coming out and, you know, just kind of reintroducing himself and bringing himself back into the mix. Um says he brought a few friends of his and now come the brawling brutes from the crowd and Drew McIntyre. Basically, they just cut their promos in the ring, talking about Survivor Series and whatnot, which brings up the Judgment Day, which is kind of cool. They kind of go back and forth and say that if you're coming onto our show, you have to respect us, blah, blah, blah. Here's something I took away from that interaction. Sheamus and Finn Balor interaction was kind of fun. James yeah, was calling good. him a fake patty, uh, a plastic. No, sorry, a plastic patty, and uh, that basically just led up to the match: the three Judgment Day fellas against the three uh, guess the Brawling Brutes. With um, yeah, I I guess Drew and Drew and Kevin Owens were on commentating for that session.
1: I wasn't uh, a fan of the Brawling Brutes at first, but they won me over. They're a real good team. I, I enjoyed them.
0: Yeah, no, you know what, um. Butch, I, I've been watching him as Pete Dunn before in NXT UK. And then when he came over here, I've always been a fan of him. Oh, yeah, um, right. That was Pete Dunn. I never even thought about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Pete Dunn. So basically, this match starts. Um, what can I say, man? It was your basic match. I mean, it was a lot of spots, a lot of hard-hitting moments there. Basically, the O.C. came out at one point to kind of yep. run interference. Uh, Mia Yim got involved with, with Rhea Ripley. And basically, Owen wins the match by – or was it Owen who won the match? Sorry, Judgment – pardon me here. Uh, they defeat – they defeated the Judgment Day. I apologize. My notes are yeah, all over the right. place here. Yes, yes, I apologize. After the match, Judgment Day attacks Sheamus – and uh, he fought them off, and the OC came out again and attacked Priest Kevin Owens, hit the hit Balor with the stunner. So yep. basically, you got AJ versus Finn Balor coming out of this, going into Survivor Series. We'll talk about that because there's an interesting fact to this, which uh, I'm not sure how many people know about. We go to do a backstage segment with The Miz claiming that he's injured his hand while filming a TikTok a TikTok video, so he can't face Johnny Gargano tonight. And then he introduces his replacement, Omos. Uh, I like Omos' yeah. I like Omos's new gear, too. What do you think of it? I like
1: it. it looks better yeah. than before.
0: Yeah, right? So Omos with MVP defeated Johnny Gargano. It's typical. What can what could Johnny do, man? He tried to run some offense. He did the best he could, but you got to keep the big guy strong, right? Especially after coming off that, a loss. Oh, you, the size
1: difference is looking at that. I look like a little kid compared to Omos, Well, most people do, but yeah, so I'm glad I uh, almost uh, took the
0: W there. Yeah, yeah. So we come back, and Seth Rollins is now being interviewed via satellite. Rollins says the 30, still the stupidest person on the face of the earth for attacking him <laughs> from behind last week, and that it's his game, and that he never ends well for others. So this kind of leads into another match that was made last night for Survivor Series. You're going to get a three way for the US title. Uh, Seth Rollins versus Thierry, who's really done the 360 in his character change, right? I mean, Thierry was saying it. In yeah, he's he a lot more doing rock... Yeah, he's like saying, you know, I, I hit rock bottom, he said, with the character. And now all I can do is work my way back up, right? So I, I like what they're doing with him. I like how they're repackaging him on the fly. And, uh, you know, it's kind of cool. It's good getting the goofy out of him and making yeah, him I think they serious.
1: I think they should sure. have left him how they had it, but yeah, I mean, I hope he wins that Survivor Series personally.
0: Well, let's see what he does, man. I yeah, well, mean,
1: he... Give the young guy the belt. I mean, Bobby's mid forties, Seth's late thirties. Let the young guy have the belt. Let him put him over. Let him shine. And they don't need that. They don't need the U.S. title to be relevant. Bobby and Seth, I don't think. But theory kind of put a snap on it. Young, young, young breed, you know.
0: But I mean, so his comments, his comments, and the interview that he cut—you know, the promo that he cut after all that fact, you know—is like is where he said, "I mean, I've hit rock bottom. I can't go anywhere but up from here."
1: You yeah, know, well, that's he, true. You,
0: you know, and, and he basically said, "You know, I am going to win, regardless of any so. of you guys think." So let's see where they go with this, man. Even if he doesn't win, it's he's going in the right direction.
1: Yeah, right. I just don't see the logic of having an old like 45-year-old dude in the mid-30s guy beating a young 25- or 6-year-old guy, especially who's supposed to be one of the up-and-comers. Let the young guys, it's a young man's game, let them have, I mean, not saying Bobby's not in great shape, but let the young guys have the belts, but the old guys don't need it, I don't think, personally.
0: Well, I don't think Seth needs it. He's, he stands alone no, without he it regardless, it. right? Bobby so, doesn't
1: need it either. He, he's like Brock. He's just badass butt kicker they don't need that you a us belt on a heavyweight i don't know i don't think he needs it but let's I see have,
0: what happens i would not normally disagree with you uh just to disagree with you but the fact is i think that would be a good move in the way mm-hmm. just because of his character i'm more in tune with who he is right now than his goofy character i didn't care for it that much myself personally i thought yeah. it was a detriment to him because a lot of times if you if you're a goofy character, you get pigeonholed a goofy character, correct? Yeah, right. You know, it's kind of like um, some actors, for example, if they do that particular role, they'll be pigeonholed as that guy forever.
1: Yeah, they're trying to make like the pretty boy guy taking
0: selfies, you know, looking at himself. Well, I mean, it pretty- worked for the time. It worked <laughs> at the time. It was cool. It worked, mm-hmm. you know, considering the Thunderdome era and whatnot and what have you. What this guy's paid his is just not forget, man. This guy's been around since 2018, 2019, maybe yeah. NXT or the Thunderdome era when he was aligned with Seth Rollins,
1: mm-hmm. you
0: know, and then going back down to NXT. So, I mean, he has put time in. He's done his work. So, yep. there's, there's no... There's it's going to be a good thing. match because all
1: three of those guys are great performers and wrestlers. So, that's probably the match I'm looking for the most on Survivor Series.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, anyways, that leads into Austin Theory's getting into a match with Mustafa Ali. This is another interesting character here with Ali, man. I mean, I, I see what you are doing with him, and I I hope he gets his reward too at some point here. I mean, you want to talk about young guys? This is another young guy that deserves a yeah. shot, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, after the match, Bobby comes out and he says that Theory's out of his mind and thinks that he's going to stop him from taking the U.S. title. Um. You know, and, and basically, theory showing guts, man. He stands up to Bobby and then he starts fighting with him, but then realizes, oh, shit. Hits him with the chair a yep. couple times. Doesn't work. He runs away. So there's still hints of him being a goofy guy that way, but being a, a smart bit, goofy guy, bit. right? I like that. Yeah. I like that. And uh, unfortunately, he runs into Mustafa Ali in the back and runs yep. away again. And when Bobby comes, and Ali, I mean, you know, Respect to him for trying, but don't pick fights you can't win, brother. That's all I'll say about that. He's
1: he's a cruiserweight. He's a little guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: Elias and Matt Riddle defeat the Alpha Academy. um, Standard match. I don't know what to add to that. I mean, it was what it was. Uh, You know, Drew McIntyre defeated Baron Corbin. Again, a pretty solid match, actually. There was a couple of moments there where I thought... Where Baron looked really, really strong. Like, I mean, they're trying to make him kind of goofy and whatnot, but I think people forget how strong this guy truly is, man. Like, he can hold his own against Formal a former Golden
1: boxer.
0: Yeah, yeah, but I mean, boxing is boxing. And in, in terms of this world of professional wrestling and stuff, I he's another guy that I hope he gets his dues. Um, he's played the heel role so well. He's a legit well.
1: tough guy in real life, but they always they make him always silly. I don't know why they don't make him just a big dude. Was
0: he 6'7, six, 6'8? Well, I mean, he would like, he's done his stuff. I mean, whenever he he's does good. wrestle, he, he shows he's capable, right? I mean, I don't. Yeah. I mean, from, from, from a creative standpoint, you know, you would think, okay, Drew's going into this match thinking whatever, you know, but it could have hurt him. I mean, he could have got injured. He could have gotten beaten up pretty bad, which would have been kind of a, a I think the problem
1: with Corbin is that they change his character so many times. They don't let it stick for a while. They keep changing it. They rush, rush with it. And I don't think he's ever going to get on track just because they've made so many changes to him. Goofy Corbin, happy Corbin, sad Corbin, the, the guy, the one that under the giant roll Rumble, his long hair. Now he's got JBL. It's just like, he's a veteran now. It's like, they're so lost with him. I don't think he's ever going to catch on. Well, I like, you know, I, I think,
0: world. I think very much like JBL. And I think this is why they will work together. You know, in essence now, now that I kind of think about it a little bit more, you look at a guy like JBL, he came at like, uh, uh, what was it, Bradshaw or well, no? His first gimmick when he came out, he was like um uh, Hawkeye or something like that with with the mm. like, cowboys and whatnot. Then he became Bradshaw, right? And then from Bradshaw, he, he became this or that, but then he finally found his groove with APA and then into the whole JBL character, right? Yeah. So Justin Hawk Bradshaw, that's what he came out as for Yeah, I yeah, remember? that's right. Yeah, he was Justin Hawk Bradshaw. And um you know, kind of very similar parallels, I think, to those two guys. I think, I think yeah. on the final evolution but, of, of Bradshaw or, or or of Corbin and uh, let's see where he goes with it. I mean, the world is his. He's a big guy. that can move. He has a lot of potential. He's stuck around. I don't they think all, it's him.
1: I think it's created even from the bench day, even the triple H's. I think all of them are dropping the ball with this guy find something that works with the guy and let him try it for a him they keep, every few weeks, every month he's got a new gimmick, new character, like him and Madcap, they were hilarious and entertaining it didn't even last very long they tore that down and it's like everything he does, he's he's very adaptive like you can do different kind of characters but give the guy a little bit of time to develop one of these characters that you want him to have at least I well, don't
0: know. let's see what they do with this, right? I mean, yeah. I think with the other characters, like with Happy Corbin how long could you run with that for? You know what I mean? It's just almost like you look at the characters that he had sad Corbin, then Happy Corbin. I mean, those were weird characters to have because I mean, how long can you be sad for? Before you just give up, you know what I mean? I don't know like, SCM I, Punk, he's been doing that for years. Right, right, right. But 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 in terms mean. of the character, right? Like it's just it's yeah. weird. Like, and the happy one, like, I mean, how long could that have gone for? It, it just felt like the, there was a limited ceiling to both characters there right whereas now i feel with the character that he has right now that can go on for the rest of his career (laughs) and and to be honest the one thing i like about corbin a lot is the fact that he's a legitimate heel
1: Mm, yes
0: he's truly not liked by fans like and he's doing a great job at it i think the hardest thing in business now is being a heel being a heel is so cool that everybody wants to cheer for the heel or the anti hero, right? To actually have real heat on you like he does all the time. I mean, he's really good at what he's doing, man. Like, but well, had... also
1: harder to be a heel nowadays than it was 20 30 years ago because you can't say much and do much, but they're going to cancel you and kick you off, right? So, you got to be good walk a fine line nowadays, also.
0: Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't think politics and wrestling and politics and sports go hand in hand. I think they should you should separate, in my opinion. I so agree um, with you you know, well, I'm not, it but, but, but it's unfortunate. I get it. You know, athletes see this as a platform to to kind of share their view and their opinion on things and, and to further their causes. And I appreciate that, man. Right? We live in a democratic society, we, you know, your grandfather, my grandfather, or, you know, are, are among those that fought for the freedoms that we have. Mm-hmm. So, so from that perspective, I can't, you know, be down on anyone for it, but in my personal opinion, um, Sports and politics should be separate. Hundred percent with you. Yeah, hundred percent. Right, like all the stuff going on at the World Cup right now. Yeah, Qatar's not a great place to be. Qatar's, you know, got a lot of issues. But the World Cup is the World Cup. I don't think you should be throwing in political issues there. Just I, I play so. soccer, man. Just it's soccer or football, wherever yep. you are in the world to play the game. Right. I mean, if you, if you want to talk about stuff. You guys are all famous. You all have the opportunity and social media platforms where you can share your views and opinions. And those who want to check them out, can check them out there, yeah. but, but don't don't make a mockery of the game.
1: I totally agree with you, dude. it's you outrageous. Know? A lot of
0: people work Players. their whole life to get to this stage, to be a part of this huge tournament. I'm talking about the world cup. Yeah. yeah. And you know, to be shadowed by all the stuff that, you know, that that's happening behind the scenes. Like, I mean, who's naive to believe that they were gonna not you're gonna use labor, you know, the cheapest form of labor they possibly could to build these things? Oh, of exactly. course, of course, thousands of people were gonna die because the standards in which they were working in were deplorable. Oh yeah. Right? The same goes no. for every Olympics outside of maybe this one here or once held in America. <laughs> Or yep. North America or Australia, for the most part, you go anywhere else in the world, especially the Middle East and and places like that. Of course, they're gonna bring in all the cheapest labor from around the world, man. Absolutely,
1: absolutely. Like, I like don't know why the, They're all outraged now. Take some courage. And don't go. Don't show up at the World Cup. Now take a real stand. But you know
0: why? I mean? Why? Absolutely. And why wasn't anyone? I mean, maybe they were saying something, but why wasn't at the forefront? that these guys are lifting bricks up a scaffolding, which they made by twigs and sticks. Yeah. Wearing flip-flops, you know, with no... Yeah, gear. I know.
1: Where was the outrage then?
0: Where was the outrage then? That's when it should have started, right? I mean, but anyways, we digress. So Raw basically ends this way, Chancellor. <laughs> yeah. uh, the girls come out because I was wondering what going to go on. So they basically had the yeah. uh, control match versus Asuka versus uh, Rhea Ripley. Mm-hmm. and i uh, Ripley wins the match which means that um bailey's team will have control over the ring okay. meaning so for war games two competitors start and i think every five minutes a second comp- the next competitor will yeah enter, that's right right so they have the advantage speaking okay but that being said we don't know who number five is on the girt on on bianca's team now I'm pretty certain it's gonna be Becky Lynch.
1: Seems that way. Now for war games, do they having two rings side by side or the cages? Like yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, Yeah, old school, man. It's gonna be okay. two rings side by side and one big ass motherfucking cage. So, so that's you know good, so like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. So you'll you'll basically see one ring used for all the matches except the war game one. So you never see anyone going in. Like, for example, I mean, maybe things will change this time, but I've never seen like AJ versus Finn, you'll never see them go in the other ring. Yeah, no. Right? But then again, it might be kind of cool to see that. That might be interesting. I do know. Anything can happen out there. Well, I've not seen it before going into other war games. So I don't think so. Sure. That was Dusty
1: Rhodes who created war games, wasn't it?
0: Dusty Rhodes created war games, man. Dusty Rhodes was the Pat Patterson of WCW.
1: Just a better speaker. He's a hell of a talker. One of the best promo guys ever. He's so good on that,
0: Mike. No, he was good, man. He was really good. So this leads us up to Survivor Series 2022 being held this Saturday. Uh, you basically got the men's War Games match, which is the Bloodline, Roman Reigns, the Usos, Jay and Jimmy, and you also have um Sokoa, so- Sokoa yeah. the third Uso, and... Mr. Red himself. Sammy Sammy Zane. Zane. Yes, here. A lot of rumors around him, but we'll get into that at some point here. Uh, Going up against the Brawling Brutes, Kevin Owens and uh, Drew McIntyre. Yeah. Um, (coughs) Who's going to win it? Bloodline.
1: You think Bloodline takes
0: it? I think so. Yeah. I think so. I think so. I think so. I think that's that's going to start the storylines going into WrestleMania and beyond, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, something's going to go down here. I have a feeling something's going to happen where Roman's not happy. Now check this out. I thought about this a little bit. Do you want to hear what I think is going to happen? Absolutely. Let's hear it. Okay, so basically, I think it's going to end up with Jay losing the match for them okay. somehow. Somehow, Roman's yeah. not going to be happy. Right. This is going to lead at some point of having Jay, you know, leaving the bloodline, so to speak. Right. But somewhere along the line, this is going to turn, this is going to allow that feud to happen with Sami Zayn and Jey Uso now. So that will fill you out to the rest of the year. And I think by Royal Rumble before Royal Rumble or something like that, you're gonna see the swerve where Reigns turns on Sammy and it was all just a work. And, could that, and that could lead to Roman Reigns versus Sammy Zayn at the Royal Rumble. Yeah, it's possible. Could I'm be. just saying, I'm just saying. All yeah. right, so then no. we have the girls. We have the girls war games match, uh Bailey, EOS, Io, Eo, Sky, Dakota, Kai. Uh, Nikki, Nikki Cross and Rhea Ripley versus Bianca Belair, Oscar um, Bailey, and or sorry, Oscar Alexa Bliss, uh, Mia Yim, and number five, and I'm predicting that to be Becky Lynch. What do you that think? That could be. Who, Who else could it
1: be besides Becky? Charlotte. Yeah, Becky or Charlotte, I guess one of the two it would be a big name.
0: Charlotte comes back, she comes back to SmackDown anyways. You feud with Ronda as a face. That'd be a good feud. I mean, if you think about it, she'd been gone for about six months. it been a
1: while. Is she heard Is she taking a break because she got married.
0: She got married. She's just taking a break. She's just, I mean, at the end of the day, every time she does come back, where is she thrown right into the title picture? Yeah, that's true. Right? So, I mean, it's nice not to see her because every time she is back, she's just basically in the top three spots. Which is fine. I get it. She's earned those spots, but... Oh, yeah. I think that it'd be nice to see her just kind of a Seth Rollins. Just do your thing for a little bit without any titles. She's one girl who doesn't need a title either anymore. No, I totally agree. She's already past that point. Right? I mean, she doesn't need the title to be on top. I think she's doing a great job on her own. All right, so that leads us to Finn Balor versus AJ Styles singles match. Uh... Did you know that AJ hasn't won a match on pay per view in three years? No. Yeah, check it out. I, I mean, this is, I've been kind of looking in back. Three years? It. Wow. It's, it's been about three years since he's won a match <coughs> on pay per view.
1: They're calling it a singles match. They're going to have the OC and he's going to have judgment day in their corner, right?
0: I don't know. Because I'm looking at like it right that-
1: now. It's AJ Styles with the OC, Finn Balor with judgment day. Singles match. So I don't know what that means. It's going to be standing outside the ring to add a little. Oh,
0: spice. I think it would only make sense to have them all out there, but then again, yeah, that's, I, what it's, that's
1: what it's listed. I'm at the official matches right now. So that's what it says.
0: So right on, right on. But
1: AJ's got to get a win. Then he's got to get a
0: W. Well, I don't know. That's the thing, man. I mean, AJ, like, you know, you want to talk about 40 plus year wrestlers. He's another one, right? Yeah. I mean, Finn Balor, you want to keep him strong. You want to keep him, you know, building him up as a young guy. Yeah. I mean, he's not even that young himself, but I mean, he is business younger. Business. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: So, I mean, I don't know. I got to think I,
1: AJ's got to get a W. I didn't know that three-year thing, but he's got to get a win then. You'd think. Well, I mean,
0: if you, if you base it on, the last time I think AJ won is when he beat Shinsuke at WrestleMania.
1: Wow. Right. Talk about a guy who didn't willing to put people over. <laughs> That's him.
0: You know what? I, Uncle Al, as they call him, backstage, he's all about that. I mean, he's, he knows, he said that this is his last contract. He's not resigning anywhere after this when this is done.
1: They all say is. that, though. When they come back. I just couldn't stay away. I just love the business. A, a kid came up in the airport and said, please come back. You know what I mean?
0: It's, well, let's see. I mean, he's getting up there in age, you know, and he whatnot. He's and definitely
1: still mean, good, but you could definitely see he's slowing down a little bit. Yeah, his, he's I
0: mean, he's, he's still general. amazing. He's still amazing, right? I still mean, a good talent, yeah. Um, but he can't talk with a lick, he's gotten so much better since he started here, man. To be honest, um, from, from the time that he started, yeah, he's gotten so much better. To be fair, he's better, um, yeah. But he's just
1: not this is not talking, he's not his forte, no, but he no. is better. Yes, that's true.
0: Theory versus Seth versus Lashley, triple threat match here.
1: I think the match that'll steal, steal the show, I think it has the potential to, they all go all out.
0: Well, I mean, the slow lug of the bunch will be Bobby Lashley. So uh, we've seen we've seen Theory and and Seth go before, killer yep. matches. You know they're, they're full of energy. So yep. I mean, you throw Bobby in there, I think Bobby will just kind of be that kind of filler, almost. Awesome round, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Post- like I mean, you basically have to get rid of Bobby in order to get a match in.
1: Hit you him know, with the Cherokee, both outside the rest not looking. Something
0: like that. Something like that has to give in order to. Um,
1: it's a good survivor story. on paper. It looks good. Let's see if it produces. I mean.
0: Yeah, yeah. Am I missing it? Oh, oh.
1: Smackdown. Is Ronda was- Rousey have a
0: match? Smackdown women's title. So yeah. Shotzi versus Ronda Rousey. Um, Buildup has been pretty cool. Uh, if you've been watching Smackdown yes, on good. it and whatnot. I mean, you basically got a good—you got a full heel now in, in Ronda Rousey, which is kind of cool. She's um, good
1: at it. I, it well.
0: I, yeah, I know she does. And with Shayna Baszler by her side, them two working together—I mean, it's—it's it's only fitting. It was a matter of time. I'm glad they finally pulled the trigger on that. That's perfect, yes. right? Um, you know, a potential WrestleMania match or or a match down the road could be the four MMA horsewomen against the four. Or WWE horsewomen at some point here, you know. They'd be, cool. oh, be, be cool. It could be kind of cool. That's something I've always wanted to see. I hope they pull the trigger on that at one day. I mean, you gotta bring back the other two ladies first, obviously. Yeah, but um, yeah, I know. So that's what we have, man. That's what we have. It be a solid show. That's a smack. Oh, sorry, that's a survivor series. Speaking of survivor series, my friend, we had a friend of the show, uh, listener, his name is Nick out of New Jersey asking us if we could review Survivor Series 94. Now, unfortunately, Nick, we got this request from you earlier this afternoon. So Chance and I talked about it and what we can do very basically is just give you a quick rundown of what happened on that show. Uh, We didn't have the time to watch it. So don't, you know, listeners think that this is us reviewing a show or anything like that. I'm sure that if we have more time, we can do uh, so much more with it. And, and break it down more I
1: remember watching this when I was a kid I was 12 years old I remember Bob Axley beating Bret Hart. I couldn't believe it yeah
0: yeah, yeah. so so basically this shows uh takes place in San Antonio Texas uh J- November 23rd, 1994 I was one year out of high school um I graduated in 93 yes you were 12 years old wow yeah well,
1: yeah I was in grade grade
0: six six, seven, six or seven, seven, eight. yeah yeah. Remember um i remember watching this survivor series at the pub where did you watch it
1: right next door in my front room there yeah
0: fair enough fair enough man uh interesting show on this one i kind of forgot about it a little bit you had two main events here the first main event was um basically bret hart against bob backland and with a you know towel match or whatever you throw in the towel match? Yeah, Owen threw it in, right? Yeah, Owen threw in the towel. I mean, actually, it was just a straight-up match. was it the cross-face checkpoint that uh, Bob topped him out? Owen? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So basically what happened was, this is an ongoing feud between Bob Backlund and uh, Bret Hart at the time. And basically accumulated to this kind of match at the Survivor Series. Uh, Bret's parents were there. Uh, the family was there. As, and, and Owen was ringside. And things were kind of seething between the two of them at this point. You could see it, right? I mean, yeah, you know, this was the lead up to WrestleMania 10, in essence. And uh you basically had uh Bob Backlund and, and Bret Hart going at it, and it was a great match, a really good match, to be honest. Mm-hmm. It was and, solid. Yeah, it was a solid match. And, and the, the finish came here where, where Bob Backlund threw on the crossface chicken wing, and you know, Owen kept telling, you know, please, mom, please, you know. Throw in the towel, he's gonna get hurt, blah blah blah. You know, and, and unfortunately for them, they threw in the towel. Brett lost the title. Owen turned. He saw it all coming, it all came down to that. And the other main event in this one was the Undertaker versus Yokozuna Casket match. Casket match. Um now this was interesting because if you think about it, the first casket match they had was at the Royal Rumble the year before. And that's when Taker, they set it on fire and everything. Yeah. And The Taker that. the Taker ascended from the stands to the screen and made his way up. And uh, he was gone for a while. I didn't realize he was gone for so long. Cause I mean, he came back in, in late summer, early September, to start this thing up with Yoko again. Yeah. So basically Chuck Norris was the uh, guest Referee. enforcer. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, uh, it was fun. Those were two cool matches. Um, the other matches that we had here was um, the first match saw the bad guys who consisted of Razor Ramon, the 1-2-3 Crid, the British Bulldogs, the Head Shrinkers versus the Team Series, which composed of Diesel, Shawn Michaels, Jeff Jarrett, Owen Hart, and Jim Neidhart. Now, in this match alone, 1, 2, th- bloody hell, 3, or the competitors are no longer with us. Sad. That- crazy, eh? This was the match that Sean turned on Diesel as well. So that's hard to keep the win off him. Yeah, was Yeah, yeah. He he accidentally gave him a super kick. Diesel didn't take too kindly to it. Uh Razor won the match. He was the sole survivor because everyone was either counted out or pinned by Diesel. <laughs> Pretty much. That was that <laughs> match. Uh the second match was. The next match was between Jerry Lawler's team, known as the Royal Family, with Queasy, Sleazy, and Cheesy, against Doink, the Clown, uh, Wink, Dink, and Pink. I've never seen so many midgets in one ring.
1: <laughs> yeah, the uh, Jerry versus Doink with the three little people on each side.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, so they're
1: something silly. Fun.
0: No, it was an interesting match. Uh, okay, so it was a submission match. Between okay. Bret Hart and and, um, and Bob, uh, Bob Acklin. And so we already talked about that. We already know what happened there. And um, basically, the next match was con- called Guts and Glory, consisting of Lex Luger, Adam Ball, Mabel, the Smoking Guns, Billy Ambart, versus the Million Dollar Team made up Tatanka, to Bam Bam, King Kong, Bundy, and the Heavenly Bodies, Tom Pritchard and Jimmy Del Rey. Now, the Jimmy Del Rey was one of my favorite guys. If you go back and look at the Heavenly <clears throat> Bodies, Jimmy Del Rey did this one move like he was grotesque looking. He wasn't a very attractive man physically looking. Yeah, so for him to do that one particular move that he always did, it was perfect. It kind of is he still alive? See, I don't know. I don't know. I know Bam Bam's not with us. No, Bam Bam's not right. I'm. I'm not. I don't want to say. Did you ever much. watch Bam Bam's MMA fight that he had? No. Were they good? Check it out. Huh? Yeah. Were they good? Yeah. Oh, if
1: you're a fan of Bam Bam. No, I give him credit for going
0: in there. <laughs> no, no, for sure. So look, that's basically what happened at the Survivor Series 94. I wish, I mean, Nick, thank you for the request. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll go back and we'll try to talk about it a bit more. Uh, if there's any cards that you guys want us to talk about or review or or kind of give our insight on, let us know and give us a little time so we can actually watch it. I just wanted to get this out here. We could do this again properly or do a separate show, like a review show if we can.
1: Mm, classic show. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. But I just because the request came today and Survivor Series is Saturday, I just wanted to put something quickly out yeah, there for him. Yeah. And it ties it in nicely. Now, here's the one thing I wanted to touch on. And we talked about this when I was telling you about this earlier in the day. The one thing that I noticed from this particular Survivor Series is the buildup and the storylines that went into each feud. I mean, we didn't really go into it, but you saw so much that happened, you know, going into these matches where this pay-per-view coming up on Saturday. And I was telling you, it felt rushed, but they did a good job of it, though. You know, I'm not complaining about what we're going to get on Saturday. Um, I'm looking forward to it. it. It feels complete. You know, it feels good. Uh, there are storylines that connect each of these matches going into it on Saturday. Yeah. So, you know, respect to that. I, I think it's good. But the art of the storytelling, I feel like, you know, fading. It, it is fading. Everybody wants to get their spots in, man. Everybody wants That's to get fair. their moves in. And, you know, moves and spots are great. And I, I'm, I'm, I love them as much as the next guy. I mean, this Saturday, for example, we were both at the All-Star Wrestling Show and, uh, you know, I I spent most of my time around ringside. And even them, like, I saw some stuff, I'm like, oh, wow, wow, that hit hard. Like, Mm -hmm. when you're that close and you hear that canvas, like, oh, my God, they're not hitting lightly. Yeah, it it stinks. It stinks. So it was kind of cool to be there for that. But um, that was a fun show, eh? hey All-Star?
1: Yeah, it wasn't bad. I mean you can see that there's new management new creative and new owners taking over because there was a few more than a few mishaps along you know along the way between i don't want to call any anybody but it was good overall my my kid enjoyed it
0: no 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 no. no. you
1: you can definitely there's a lot of mishaps between the uh, the timekeeper and the announcer there was a spot where the ref came in the ring right the announcer didn't announce the ref right the ref it he goes, I'll introduce you now. Say your name in a monotone, don't yeah, yeah. Be voiced, The voice, the rap host, Robert Mitchell. And he yeah, just turned yeah. his head, and would look at the crowd. There's just so many, and then you would see the guy who's running the show. He'd, he'd come over with a piece of paper and whisper in people's ears and do right. this and that. You could just see it wasn't flowing as some of the other all star shows did. But well, if they're starting out, they're getting their wheels going. So overall, it was entertaining. But there was a lot, a lot, a lot of mishaps. I know it's independent wrestling. There's going to be, I'm going to be perfect. there's a lot, a lot of mishaps. Well,
0: this I tell you what, I tell you what, I, I thought the crowd was lit. The crowd was live. They were into it. Um, Unless you have finely tuned guys like you, me, and, mm. you know, some of the others that were there. I don't think anyone noticed those things. You know, what? one of the
1: fun things I seen that I actually enjoyed, it didn't make any sense, but I just thought it was funny. Is when um <clears throat> Bruiser Joe rolled out uh, Vicious Burn in the wheelchair. So there's no announcement, he just comes out and the wheels are locked. And I, I couldn't tell at first it was a he was joking, but then he came and he did the he did the poem right in front of me. And the other announcer, he stopped asking questions and goes, Do you have any more questions? And then Bruiser goes, You're to asking me the questions. So the announcer missed but Bruiser was able to to keep it going. It was it was funny, I don't know, playing like a dementia guy, I don't know. Little bit of comic relief. I, I thought it was good. Some people
0: didn't like it, but I thought it was fun. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. I saw that Poor Shang Gaston. <laughs> he he got he got the worst of that.
1: Yeah. So
0: right. But, but yeah. you know what? Here's Overall the thing. All star two shows now. They've they've started planting some pretty good stories here. Mm-hmm. Um, what they're doing with Scotty Mack and Thunder from Jalunder. I'm really enjoying. Uh, you know, this is just carrying on from the last show that they had before this in November. So this is building up to a really good match coming up here down the line between the two of them. I'm the next part of
1: more stuff. the next part on December 3rd, that looks, they got some more of the heavy hitters coming no, they a few of the guys, yeah.
0: Yeah, I know. It's going to be fun, man. And you know what? A lot of these guys are coming back to the fold. And uh, you know what? I think in the new year, there's something called the Pacific Cup coming back, which is going to be yeah, interesting too. Also, so, I've seen that all-star
1: Going back to Hope Cinema, they're coming to Abbott's third. So they're they're branching out like they were before us, which is good.
0: Yeah, yeah. I just see, I mean, they have gotta get their wheels going. And you know, mad respect to the to the new management and, and to the creative team. They're doing their best they possibly can. Mishaps yeah. are gonna happen. That's a part of growing. Uh, but you know what? Yeah. Again, unless you know, you wouldn't have known. I'll say yeah. that. Right? Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. So, so, so I mean, unfortunately for us we see things that others don't and that sucks sometimes because you see what could it be. I nice used
1: to watch it with naive eyes too. Yeah. I know what you're saying.
0: Right. So it's just kind of, but it sucks, right? You speaking know? of all
1: Star, since we're, our job is to, to critique shows and, and stuff. So what was your favorite pick one match? What was your favorite match of the night?
0: Well, here's the deal, man. I've been really privileged uh, uh, to be given the opportunity to do some work with all-star here. So uh, I spent most of the night with, with the camera, just filming the show so yeah, I watched every match. Uh personally, I I would have to say the match between um well, I have two that I really enjoyed. I, I enjoyed yeah. the I enjoyed the brawl, the, the street fight between Odin Rex and uh Thunder from Gelender against Team America. And I also enjoyed the match between uh Calamity Kate against uh Christina Vaneri. I thought they put on a really good, solid match. Being close to it, they were hitting hard. They weren't weren't going soft on each other, man. These ladies were hitting hard. Uh, Good storyline developing out of that match. Um, And the reason I'm saying it, because I'm so close, I get to see the expressions on their faces, Mm -hmm. which is a big part of it. I mean, moves aside, it's the expression, it's that look on your face, how you sell the move. So being up close, that's what stood out for me there. I really enjoyed the the uh hardcore match i guess i'd call it only because with the camera work and whatnot it's like okay who am i following you know with no. the tag team right yeah and there's a tag team on top of that so on one side you got one guy getting his ass kicked on the other side you got this guy so i'm trying to figure out okay which way am i going who am i following here you know mm-hmm. so it's just kind of capturing it all but those were probably the two matches that i really enjoyed um yeah, I, I thought it was kind of cool. Scotty coming out and interfering in that match as well and then having Thunder coming out and interfering in his match in a way was kind of cool mm-hmm. as well. So the continuation of that. Uh, what, what about you? What what match stood out for you? Uh, well, the tag team match is
1: probably the most entertaining. What they, what they lack in athleticism, they make up in character. Like Thunder's really, it's, it's got the crazy eyes. He gets the crowd jacked up, right? Azim is not the most athletic guy, obviously, but he's good on the stick. So they know how to, you know what I mean? Um, I like seeing Jay Starcy. That guy's built. He's young. He's big. He definitely has potential to make it to another
0: level if he keeps on. You no, know, 100%. It. And you know what? I can he's Chris in the ring, too, eh? Yo, he's very Chris. So I loved watching. You know, I'll be honest, that was a good match. Yeah. Between yeah. him and, and, uh, what was his name?
1: I don't know that guy's name.
0: It was kind of cool. Uh, Tom Co- No. No. Uh, oh,
1: yeah. TKO. TKO.
0: TKO. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Uh, he
1: by the way
0: but yes right <laughs> yeah. but uh jay said
1: a really cool thing so kiko comes the ring he brings his kid goes around the ring and you know jay's beating him up he looks and like, was "That's your daddy
0: yeah yeah,
1: I was, yeah yeah yeah. that got him a lot of heat. even the old lady said, "Ooh." yeah yeah, yeah i know I,
0: I was standing right there man I saw that, was cool. that was a ballsy move in my opinion like i get it you're protective you're you're you know you know what you're doing but man what do you mean around the ring yeah, but a little baby like that walking around the ring like that, like yeah, it's cool exactly. walking around. But, but but I think that was cool. But but actually, you see that old uncle guy that, from the crowd that rolled in the
1: ring? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that jacket that other guy had, amazing jacket. The whole comedian jacket. Oh,
0: was yeah, sick. yeah. I know. I was talking to all those guys. I spent a lot of time in that corner. The only thing that I thought was kind of dodgy in my opinion that could have gone wrong was when they were fighting by the baby. Yeah, that's you got
1: to be really careful with that. You I mean a little baby, they gotta be really careful,
0: right? I I am sure that TKO and Jace knew what they were doing. It's just people around them that would concern me. Yes, that's what my concern was, right? So when I was there, I tried to stand as close as possible towards them so they wouldn't just, you know, just in case, right? Um, just instinctually. It wasn't intentionally, it was just instinctually on my part. But I tell you what, man, I had a really good time. I I really enjoyed the show. I, I think they 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 put on a really fun product. Guy December 3rd at the um at the uh, maritime center in Vancouver. If you guys pretty come stock out, card,
1: yeah. Ladies
0: it's a stack card, man. It's good. I mean, last two houses are being packed. I, I don't yep. see any different for this one. Oh, we, we must touch on the butter chicken, man. Did you see that? Oh yeah, the Hollywood
1: boys are there. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I don't know who they were fighting per se, but the oh, one guy. So they were
1: fighting Elliot Tyler.
0: Yeah, and I don't know if and, that's the guy with the double, and you Icarus what? and Icarus. Yes, yeah, I don't know too much about them. I know that I have
1: Icarus. To say one, and I hate to say this because, like, I know some of the guys, and I'm friends with some of the guys, but. Hey. <laughs> Elliot, Tyler, and Icarus shouldn't be. I don't think personally, shouldn't be in the main event against the Bollywood boys. And you look at Elliot. I hate to do this, but you look at Elliot Tyler, and yeah, he just is not ready. For he's not taking his craft seriously to put it nicely and I don't think he should have made that match they, they should have Bollywood against a little bit better of competition I thought I get to get the young guy in there but the guy is just I don't want to say he's not a wrestler but he's not ready for what he was doing
0: well I mean everyone has to start somewhere you know if anything I get it matches, but I'm, I'm him not I'm not saying
1: I'm not saying you're guys. wrong
0: who was the other guy that bumblebee guy
1: that's Battle Wasp. That's Disco's
0: kick. Right, right. So Battle Wasp and mm-hmm. apparently this guy are going to have a feud now. Elliot Tyler. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's more not to say anything against. That's battle against, to that, but I put Bollywood Boys in there. These no, guys. These no guys I, I don't think they had anyone to go up against the Bollywood Boys to be honest. You could
1: have. You could put. I don't know. could have. I don't. I don't know. They could have made a makeshift team. I don't know what I'm not saying.
0: Well, I it's know wrong. what you're saying, but that People team was pretty, that, so I, but bro, that team was pretty makeshift as it was. Oh, they make it as they come. <laughs> Dude, right. They to the no, like, no, a- but I, I'm just saying, like, I mean, who else could they have done it with? I mean, Sean Gaston and Scotty Mack?
1: Yeah, you could have put Jace with somebody. You could have put Team America. You could have
0: anything. Well, see, here's the thing. Team America already had their chance against the Bollywood boys, right? So just so you know, the reason they were fighting Team Team America was fighting... um. Odin and, Odin, Odin and Thunder, was the fact of what happened at the last show, where mm-hmm. Team America beat up the referee, who's the commissioner's son, in essence, mm-hmm. who, was, who was basically retiring that night. And they did a number on him, which led to this particular match. So yeah, I know what you're saying. Bollywood will be back December 3rd as well. And mm-hmm. the one thing that you know I think is really cool for a lot of the younger talent, and you know, speaking of this Tyler guy that you're talking of, for example, you know, it's a great (laughs) opportunity for him to learn from. from Oh, absolutely, yeah, it's great for him. So, so, so,
1: I'm just speaking from a fan standpoint. The guy who's taking the show, it's not for him. It's amazing, good for him. But from the from the audience perspective, eh, not too sweet.
0: Nah, fair enough, man. I mean, I I don't know. Yeah, I know. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, this is where we get to say what we need to say, right? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So I, the, I wish we, nothing but the best for the guy I hope no for sure. Crap I'm just saying watching it, any of my kids like who's that is that like, I don't know.
0: Well, I that mean was, you're gonna get so, jobbers at every level, right? So I mean no, you know, I don't yeah,
1: no, I know. I don't say against the Bollywoods, I would have gave a little bit more of a better of a main event, personally. Yeah,
0: but well, let's see who they face next, man. I mean, Bollywood yeah. will be back uh, December third as well as everyone else from All-Star Wrestling. So once we get more details on that card, we'll share that with you guys. As now here's well. a question that
1: somebody asked me at the, at the show, a random fan, um, he was just talking. Cause so, uh, you know, where the concessions were, you know, all the wrestlers were selling the, the like pictures and, and stuff. Right. So I was taking my kid around and want a picture of this guy or that guy. So I don't really know, but another dad said to me, tapped me on the shoulder and goes, look at the Bollywood boys. They look, they don't look happy to be here. And they were sitting by the table. Um, and his. Like they put on a great show in wrestling. I'm not saying I'm talking about the merch stand. They just I looked over when he said that because I didn't notice. And I kind of looked at them like long faces, you know what I mean? Almost like we're up at the big leagues and now we're back down here almost. That's the vibe that I got when the dad tapped me and said, Look, they don't look too happy. Now, maybe a fan run the wrong way. I don't know. Maybe they had an argue with their wife. I don't know the story. But if you're looking at, at the merch stand, they were smiling with the kids in the picture. So I'm talking about when they're waiting for their fans to come up. I don't think they got as much recognition as they thought they were going to get. Don't be wrong. The crowd went crazy. I'm talking about his buying the picture and getting the autograph and getting the picture with them. They didn't see. They had long faces. So I don't know what it was. Um,
0: I didn't see it. But next time I talk to them, I'll ask them.
1: Yeah. Oh, I, they'll, they'll probably know what you're talking about. But that's what I noticed. And the dad noticed it. who pointed it out to me. So just little things like that. But they put on a hell of a show. They're good entertainers.
0: Well, I tell you what, watch. man. I, some. So do Flying Marines have a good time? He did he enjoyed it yeah yeah aria little miss miss she had a blast as well she was there and uh big shout out to yeah
1: Rains and Scotty were going back and forth <coughs> yeah yeah there.
0: yeah so yeah I'm... no no for sure for sure but hey we we should probably end this now i yep. gotta right. get going on to some other things here as we speak but uh before i go i just wanted to say thank you to all the people that were at the show that helped me mm-hmm. look out for little miss miss while i was doing what i had to do yeah. Um, so big shout out to, to the family that was, you know, sitting with her and, and uh, so some of the talent that was there as well, looking out for her mad respect to you all. Thank you very much. And she she's so happy to have had that experience with you guys as well. So from both of us, thank you very much. Thank you very much, Mr. Chance Michaels for cutting out thank some you. time out of the schedule and letting us do what we get to do this thursday we promised to come back with a boxing show we haven't come out with one unfortunately um we're beginning that season now i had to go to a caroling event held by aria school on thursday so i wasn't able to to be present so we will get one out this thursday so there's a lot that's been kind of going on we need to touch on a lot and talk a lot That being said, I am Bobby Sampson. He is Chance Michaels. And in
1: the words of the great ACDC, those that download, like, subscribe, share the podcast, salute you.
0: We do salute you. And in the words of Ed Whalen, in between time, in the meantime, that's it for Samp and Chance. Everybody have a safe rest of your week. And tomorrow morning at 11 o'clock, Canada (coughs) plays Belgium for the first time since 1986 in the world cup go Canada go all right buddy we'll talk to you soon take care